0: It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Uh, Welcome into the show, Spears on Sports. Made it to a Wednesday. Spears on Sports presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Hey, it's, it's a throwback week. The guy that works harder than anybody I've ever seen in retirement, Tony Burke, joins me in studio. How are you, brother?
1: Doing great, John. I, I miss being here. I had a lot of things going on the last month. Missing my Wednesday show.
0: Man, you don't even have time to golf anymore.
1: That's not a good thing.
0: That's Well, it's, it's good. a good thing, but it's, it's good not. for your wallet, but it's not good uh, overall. It is uh, Wednesday, June 8th. I want to get that right. Uh, 38th anniversary of the Ghostbusters movie coming out in theaters. There you go. Tomorrow, Movie Thursday. Don't forget, I've had great response so far on uh, greatest football movies have you uh, responded to my text yet no but i okay, was working we'll, on it last we'll, night we'll we'll do it here i mean i'll let you give me you your top give me your top 3 today so uh we can get that out of the way you don't have to text me i'll add it to the list M&M Cartage hotline is open 502-384-1450 384-1450 if you'd like to be a part of the show or you can text me on the thornton's text line 502-414-1450 Don't forget, Thornton's, it's the perfect stop for all the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started, like fresh coffee, delicious donuts. Visit our friends at Thornton's. The Angels are uh, looking for a new manager. They've got an interim one now, Phil Nevin. Joe Madden was let go, the architect of Tampa Bay and the World Series champion with the Chicago Cubs. Got his walking papers after a 12-game losing streak. That became 13 games yesterday. We'll talk about that and more baseball as well. The Reds got a win last night. Um, another rain delay. This time they were able to get the tarp on in time uh, to cover the entire infield. Congratulations, Cincinnati. They beat Arizona 14-8 to eight last night. A 9 nothing lead turned into a closer game than they would have wanted, but they get a win. Live Tour is here. It starts Friday. The tournament just outside of London, Phil Mickelson is playing now. The teams were announced yesterday, so you've got 12 four-man teams, 48 players. They'll start Friday, no cut, a lot of money involved here. The Saudis apparently have a whole lot of green to give away. And today we found out two new members of the PGA Tour are planning to go ahead and play in the Live Tour, Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Reed are going to play the eight-tournament Live Tour. Now, these two guys did not resign, at least as far as we've heard, from the PGA Tour. Neither did Phil Mickelson. But Phil did speak publicly yesterday. We'll talk about that as well. Deshaun Watson's troubles are far from over. A New York Times article that came out today, Jenny Vrentis, was the author Oh, this just gets worse and worse for Deshaun Watson. I don't know how he escaped that grand jury, but uh, these personal uh, civil suits are going to cost him a lot of money if he settles and cost him a lot of anguish whether he settles them or not. Golden State and Boston tonight, game three in the TD Garden, formerly known as the Boston Garden. Nine o'clock ABC Celtics, three and a half point favorites, over under 212.5. And I said on the show yesterday, Draymond Green will get kicked out of one of these two games in Boston. I don't know which one, but officials tend to side with the home team, even this deep in the playoffs. It's just the way it is. Celtics got no calls as they went down the lane time and time again on Sunday. They'll get those calls tonight. And will the Celtics bait Draymond or will Draymond bait the Celtics? It seems like that's what he does. But we'll see. Drew Brees is out at NBC after a less than stellar performance in his one playoff game that he actually called on the air. I blame NBC here a little bit because he'd done Notre Dame football with Mike Tirico, but that's not the same as an NFL game. And to throw him into the fire at an NFL playoff game, he wasn't good. I think it sealed his fate. He is out at NBC. He's fine. Don't worry about Drew. He's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of options. He'll be okay. But today we start, Tony, let's start with the Live Tour. Will you watch? It's on YouTube. Uh, this first tournament, because it's in London, it'll be early in the morning. Shotgun start for these guys, so it's probably going to have like a scramble feel to it. Um, are you on board with the Live Tour?
1: Well, I got some I, I got some feelings about that. I might watch a little to watch, yep. but how can the PGA Tour be a monopoly? And tell people they can't do something else. Those are independent contractors, right?
0: Well, yeah, but if you go, uh, if, if you change jobs, right? If if you're looking for another job openly and you're applying for other jobs, your employer can fire you. Oh, well, I don't disagree. I mean, your that. union might have a problem with it, but your employer can say, you know what, you don't work here anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, you don't want
0: to work here. Don't work here.
1: I can see it being looked down upon by the PGA, but I, I just think that. These guys, if they want to go play somewhere else, go play somewhere else. You're not going to get the prestige of doing stuff. You're going to have to ridicule. If you want to drop out, you drop out. But what what happened to the old USF? I mean, we have the USFL. The now. US,
0: this in the USFL. These people got money.
1: I know. But do you just? Is it just about money? And it must be for some of these guys. So
0: I'll take a look at it and see.
1: Me and you, we play. You know, we're into the the golf thing and the PGA. We play a little fantasy golf and. I love I love golf, and I'll I'll give it a look. But do you want to watch a bunch of guys you don't know who they are?
0: Yeah, but you're also going to watch Phil Mickelson, Ian Poulter, Louis Oosthuizen, Sergio Garcia. Um, you know some of the foreign players that yeah. are going to play uh, that are overseas. You're going to watch those guys. Phil Mickelson's going to play all of a sudden. I know he's 51, but he just won the PGA Championship last year. He says his game. He said yesterday his game was bad, but it's back to being good again. And he expects to compete. Um, the the conscience is the issue here. Yeah. Because you and I and everybody in this room, Justin on the other side of the glass, nobody can understand the money issue because we're not in that situation. But I've got to say, it would be very difficult for somebody to offer me 10 times what I'm making right now and me not to go at least explore taking that job. These guys – it's a different stratosphere, but it's the same thing. I mean, Phil Mickelson said yesterday when he was asked, the rumor is you're getting two hundred million dollars appearance fee just to play on this thing. And Phil said tongue in cheek, and he he was being about as honest as he could be. Look, I don't like to talk about contracts, but I don't know how some of this stuff gets out. Basically he said it was accurate, but I'm not gonna tell you it was accurate.
1: Yeah. Two hundred million dollars, Tony. Oh, I I could see him going and playing, but plus
0: prize money. That's just to play,
1: right? And, and and you're right. But guys like Phil Mickelson and Dustin, jo- uh, you know, Dustin Johnson, some of those guys, money can't be an issue. And no. if it is, then you go play. If you're if you're B- who's Hasen or whoever you are, and you're making good money, and they offer you five million dollars to come over and just play, it's hard to say no.
0: It's, it's easy to say. It's easy for us to sit here and say, I would never do that. I want to win majors. I want to chase Jack's legacy like Tiger did. I want to play in the, in the Ryder Cup. I want to play in the FedEx playoffs. Come on, this is crazy. This is about legacy. This is about the history of the PGA Tour. It's easy for me to say that. But, but yeah, you're right. When that money comes along, I don't care who your human nature says. we talk, We've talked about this. Quarterbacks, they keep getting paid. Each one gets a little bit more in his new contract than the one before him. They don't need that money. They want to be called the highest-paid player in the NFL. That's why they do it. That's ego. why they – it's all about ego. Lamar Jackson's going to get paid this fall. He's going to get paid a lot of money. The, and, he, and, he's gonna are, of Ravens, and he's not going <laughs> to run out of it. And he's not going to run you know, he he's going to line his – he's going to wallpaper his mansion in uh, $20 bills. I mean, it, it's incredible. But until I'm offered it, I'm not going to judge somebody for taking it.
1: Right, we That's always all. we used to always talk about that with your job, like you said, you're working at FedEx and UPS comes in and offers you three times as much, and you love the people you work with at UPS. You say, "I'll see you guys around." Yeah,
0: you guys want to golf or something? Give me a call. <laughs> uh, I'll have some off days over at UPS too. Yeah,
1: yeah, we'll, we'll, we can play.
0: Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, Patrick Reed. How how far do we go here before the PGA actually does something? Before now, the PGA did come out and say, "Look." They had no comment forever. And they finally came out and said, okay, we are not the governing bodies other than the PGA Championship of these other majors, of these World Golf Championships. If these guys want to play, we're not going to stand in the way. We're not going to get, get, yell, at, yell at the U.S. Open for letting Phil Mickelson play. We're not going to do that. So they have come out and said that. But how far is the PGA Tour going to have to go when Xander Shaffley, Patrick Cantlay, Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, all these top golfers start saying, you know what? Why not? Brandel Chambly said, little kids say this all the time, he's doing it, why can't I? That's what these guys are starting to do now. Yeah,
1: and it, it, it's a tough spot because it's going to force the PGA to offer more money. And, and that's and what they're, I think it's one of the things they're really worried about.
0: That's one of the things, Phil, uh, I think at the beginning, his point was, look, these guys that don't make the cut every week, these guys... Are not some of these guys down at the bottom half of the tour are not making the money that you think they're making they're they're struggling by they're showing up in vans with their wife and their clubs, and they're living in the van that weekend so I think a, a lot of this is started out to be we're doing this to we're gonna threaten this to try to get the p g a tour to help us out on the other end. It's uh, now, well, now we're at a point where, well, we told them we were going to do it. They didn't change. They didn't offer any more prize money. And maybe they don't have the prize money the Saudis have, for one thing. But it's all now, now it's PGA against Live Tour. Who you got, basically?
1: Yeah. And one thing, real quick, on that is what, what I would worry about I know the Saudis have a ton of money, but if it doesn't go over well, are they willing to keep donating money to these guys?
0: Um, from what I've heard on other shows that know more than I do, they got money to burn.
1: The, yeah. This money's not going nice to run out. It's to not going to run out for these soddies. My gas tank money burns, but that's only that's a different thing. Let's
0: uh, go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. Our buddy Buzz Frank is on the hey, line. Buzz. Buzz, how are you, buddy? I'm doing fine and I'm open to play in any tour that's going to pay. Are you going to play in the uh in the Chinese tour Buzz, if they offer you a little little cash?
2: Yeah, I, you know what? I'll I'll wear a mask and go over there. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it, I don't know how you say no. I don't know how you say no. I, I understand these guys got a lot of money, but this this tour is setting these guys' great great grandchildren up, and that's you know I, I'm sure you think about that.
2: Oh, absolutely. And you and Tony are, are dead on when you know it, if somebody first. would come to me at my job, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did all three of us agree? Oh, but yeah. Somebody came to me. I, I, you know, and said, Hey, Buzz, like you said, we're going to triple your salary. I'm, you know, okay. When do I
0: start? Yeah, we're going to, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you five times what you make. You're only going to play three days a weekend. There are no cuts. You're going to make a lot more money. If you win, you're going to make a lot more money if your team wins. And there's only eight events throughout this throughout the year. So, you know, less golf, a lot more money guaranteed and uh, come on over and have some fun. It's going to be, that's what that's. I I can't blame Bryson DeChambeau. Now, Phil and DJ. DJ's 37 years old. Phil's 51. I thought, okay, DJ, you know, he's at the tail end of his prime, I guess, in PGA Tour. But now you get Patrick Reed, Bryson DeChambeau. When these younger guys, these younger stars start going to this live tour, and what's to stop the Saudis from going to the top college golfers and saying, Come on in. You don't have to worry about the qualifying for the PGA or going to Q school. Come on in. We'll give you five million bucks. Here you go. Play some golf. Yeah, and, and
2: build build your name in that group. And then if later on you decide you might want to change, then you apply for instatement to the PGA and come over here. But not if you look at uh, lots of other so called minor sports. I've uh, got a good friend of mine who's toured the world, basically playing professional volleyball, and uh, she's done quite well for herself. Why not
0: golfers? Uh, absolutely. Uh, again, and if you're at the bottom of the PGA tour or if you're in Q school and the the uh, the Live tour, and Greg Norman think you'd be a fit, there's an, I, I I don't understand why you wouldn't go. You'd be crazy not to go. It's like a guy that's guaranteed absolutely. being a first round draft pick in the NBA, a, a number one overall pick, saying, you know what? I'm going to take this million dollars nil money and go back to Kansas and play another year. I, I don't understand it. Don't do it. No, nope. no, I don't. I
2: mean, no, I, I would never understand that either. You know, go for the money while you've got the opportunity. We all know. Uh, I, I'm a little bit past my prime. You and Tony are still close to your prime, so. Oh, but you uh, have
0: no it's idea. A little bit different story. <laughs> Tony feels like he's close to his prime. I gave that ghost up about 20 years ago. I gave up my prime when I was sure. in my prime. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure I ever had a prime. Now that uh, I think, I, about yeah, what's it? a prime? I think mine's <laughs> right, right around the corner. Actually, I think Ooh. it's six. It's 62. I'm going to be unstoppable.
2: I hear you. Yeah, it, it, yeah I, I'm. Let me think. What was I when I was <laughs> never mind. We don't need to go back
0: <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Appreciate the call as always. Hey, hey can yeah, and yeah. I just
2: yeah. real yeah. quick before the break? I know I. Uh, Listening to the announcers on the Celtics uh, Warriors series on Friday night, do they not know who Steph Curry is? They said, oh, he's going out there and he's trying to prove that he can be the most valuable player in a series. I've never thought Steph Curry was the guy who was worried about what he got individually. He's won championships. I think that's all that matters. Yeah,
0: I I think you're right. Uh, You know, Andre Iguodala, Kevin Durant, those guys won most outstanding uh, finals, most valuable players of of the NBA finals. Steph's never won one. Uh, and the the company line at ESPN and all these party the interruption and all these shows uh, first take is oh Steph he's got to win an MVP in the finals for his legacy I think that's garbage I think that's uh, <laughs> just the the you know Stephen A Smith and those guys trying to have something to talk about that is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard because what Steph Curry's done that other people haven't done is change the game of basketball. You go out, you watch an NBA game now, nobody's getting banged up running down the middle of the court. You're not posting up a big man. Everybody's shooting threes. You got guys, Kevin Durant's 6'11", he's shooting threes. You got, uh, uh, who's the guy who used to play for the Mavericks? Uh, Porzingis, he's out there shooting threes. You got seven-foot guys, and everybody in the league feels like they got to be able to shoot a three or they're of no good to their team. DeMar DeRozan of the Bulls, the only guard in the league that doesn't shoot three pointers. So Steph Curry's legacy and, is set. Win or lose this finals or get MVP or not, his legacy set.
2: Absolutely. And to your point, even Al Horford is out there shooting threes for the
0: Celtics. Al Horford. I need Al Horford to make some more threes uh, tonight because uh, <laughs> I may, I may have a little green on the on green. On the green, yep. Thank you, buddy. And, and, my last statement yep. is anybody who thinks
2: they don't play defense in the NBA needs to watch this series.
0: I don't think we could agree anymore. Man, we agreed on way too much today, Buzz. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. It's a stellar day. Next time. Yeah, next time. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> we'll take a break. Come back. Joe Madden out as the manager of the Angels. We'll talk about a little bit more about who may or may not go to the Live Tour here on the eve of the RBC Canadian Open. And Deshaun Watson. Oh, the story just gets worse and worse. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. We can
1: all Dr. Steps across the line.
0: Welcome back. Do you welcome, back. welcome back, Spears on Sports. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Presenting <laughs> about Eminem Cartage, John Spears, Tony Burke in studio on this Wednesday. John and Tony, Dog and Pony Show. Uh, the Eminem Cartage Hotline open 384 1450. 384 1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, or you can text me on the Thornton's text line. Download Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app today for great offers and savings on fuel every day. That's the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Tired of buying expensive sunglasses only to lose them, break them, or worse, you never even wear them because you don't want them to get dirty? Let me tell you about Shady Rays. It's an independent, American-owned company started right here in Kentucky, changing the way you wear sunglasses. J.D. Ray sunglasses offer an industry-best combination of fit-style performance without the big brand price tag. Does not stop there. The best warranty I've ever heard of in sunglasses. Every pair is backed by lost and broken replacements. If Tony Burke throws your uh, sunglasses into a uh, wood chipper, or if you lose them, or if you sit on them like I've done before, get a new pair. Brand new pair, free, same pair, at ShadyRays.com. It's the broken and lost replacement guarantee. They also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order. 20 million meals to date have been donated. Look good in your shades. Feel good by making an impact. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair. Return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays offering 25% off. You can try them out, see what they're all about. Use the code X at checkout for 25% off all adult shades. That is ShadyRays.com. And I have two pairs, John. I have three, and my wife has one because, uh, you know. I love them. They're great. They're great. They are. And you can uh, you can match them with your outfit. That's why you have two, or th- and I have three pairs. All mine look good with uh, shorts and a T-shirt because so uh, because that's always my outfit. You're looking Good. Joe Madden out as Angels manager. Tony they were twenty seven and fifteen at one point. And who picked them? Uh, I picked them to go to the World Series. I am going to stand on that mountain right now and tell you that two weeks ago it was glorious. I had the Dodgers and I had the Angels and I was feeling really good about it. And they they lost thirteen straight. Mike Trout leaves last night's game. I'm watching. He finally starting to hit again. Last couple nights he gets a double. He pulls up at second and the groin tightness, which you hope it's only groin tightness and not any sort of a tear or a pulled groin. But uh, he was taken out of the game last night. They lose to Boston 6-5 in 10 innings at home. 13 losses in a row. Joe Madden was a wonderkin to Tampa Bay. He put in the shift earlier than anybody else. He did some crazy things with his pitching rotations, openers. And things like that. And he changed. He, he took a, a small market team that didn't pay a lot for salaries. And he got them to World Series. They didn't win a World Series. But he got them to World Series. Then he went to the Cubs. He actually wins the first Cubs World Series in 108 years. They sort of uh, decided after a few more years, ah, this is not fun anymore. Angels take him right away, that certainly did not work out. What's Joe Madden's legacy here? Because at his age, I'd I'd be surprised if he got another shot.
1: Yeah, I agree. But I I think just winning it for the Cubs is as big as it gets. I mean, over 100 years, and they haven't won a World Series, and you got your Cubs shirt on right now. Yes, I do. And, uh, yeah, I think Joe Madden's a great coach. But you know what? You can't play the game. You can't go out and pitch, and you can't go out and hit. And if you guys aren't pitching and hitting, it doesn't matter how great a coach you are.
0: He was great for, you know, 34 yeah. games. 44 games. It's his last 13, or the last 12 before he got fired. Phil Nevin, former Yankee coach, is in as the interim manager. Uh, the Angels have always... Felt like for the last – ever since Trout's been there, they've felt like they've had the talent, Tony, but they've never been able to even win a division.
1: Yeah, they, they, they've they been missing something out there, and maybe Disneyland is, you know, bringing them down or something.
0: Uh, <laughs> You're blaming Mickey Mouse? Yeah, I'm blaming Mickey. Wow.
1: You know, there's got to be something there. you got to look deep. That's a little <laughs> but strong. No, but, no, the Angels have. They've had good players. They've spent a lot of money. Otani MVP
0: last year? Yeah,
1: and he's not having a great year so far. But, you know, it kind of rubs off, and – Hopefully the Angels and Phil Nevin can uh, get him going. Phil Nevin's known as a guy that's very personable, a uh, guy that
0: players I'll, manage. You hear this all the time, players manage. But Joe
1: Madden was too, so I think we'll he see. Was, but we'll boy, see.
0: I will say this: the Angels, the first night, I watched the first inning of the Red Sox game uh, on two. What is it, on Monday? And Otani got a hit. Trout got a hit. Celebrate. Trout got a home run. Celebrating in the dugout. I mean, they look like a team with a load off their shoulders. Actually, um, you know, and then they lose. Quinn yeah. Snyder leaves Utah. Says this. Maybe this is Joe Madden case too. They need another voice in the dugout.
1: Yeah, and I, I think a lot of times it's just a change of culture can help. But we'll we'll see. It you know you never know.
0: Josh Hader got hit last night. Uh, the Phillies have won four straight since uh, Joe Girardi was let go in Philadelphia. Uh, they won, and last night was incredible. I was watching that game. Uh, St. Louis had a two-one lead going to. Uh, let me get this right. Philadelphia, Milwaukee. Let me. All right, three, one two, of those teams. One. Milwaukee had a two-one lead going into the ninth. That means they bring in Josh Hader, the left-hander, hadn't given up a run since last July. How about that number? Wow. Two home runs for the Phillies in the ninth inning, and they win the game three to two for their fourth straight win. It's baseball, right? Yep. You just never know. Blank happens. Blank does happen. The Reds, I mentioned, won fourteen to eight. Here's the number that I'm looking at. G- Graham Ashcraft. If you don't know the name, maybe you should get to know it. Four starts this season for the Reds, 23 and two thirds innings. His ERA is one fourteen. He's got 13 strikeouts in those uh 23 and two thirds innings. He had a 9 nothing lead before the rain came last night. He got the win last night. Graham Ashcraft, Louis Castillo. By the way, the Reds playing pretty good since that 3-22 and start. But it's hard to overcome a 3-22 and start, right? I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I'm, I'm going <laughs> to agree with you, How many? Ga- what, what percentage does your record have to be <laughs> to come back from a 3-22 and start? That's the question. Uh you gotta win uh, I guess you gotta win every series, sixty percent of your games probably. The Reds are uh, still in the cellar, still uh <laughs> still two and a half behind the Cubs. Um twenty and thirty-five, but from three and twenty two, that means they're seventeen and thirteen since then. That's pretty good. Uh so I give David uh um Bell, David Bell a lot of credit for keeping those guys together. By the way, the the, the bats beat Charlotte last night, 7-3, fourth win in a row for your Louisville Bats. They'll be back on the air here tonight on the Big X 705 first pitch, 635 pregame with Nick Curran and Jim Kelch. Jonathan India and Donovan Solano both started rehab appearances with the bats last night. India played a little second base. Solano played a little third base. So uh if you want to see some major league players, next couple nights might be the night to get out and watch the bats. Speaking of the bats. It is Redbirds Week, 40th anniversary of that 1982 first season, back in Louisville, Old Cardinal Stadium, Louisville Redbirds. I think you could probably go on and on about some memories from Old Cardinal Stadium, Tony.
1: Well, John, they're having the the Redbird Lager, I believe, Friday. They're cans with the Redbird logo on it. they been doing a beer uh, and. They, uh, Driver's Greg Galliet said the other day he thinks he will sell them out quick. But we spent a lot of time over at Old Cardinal Stadium. Yeah. And my dad calculated the attendance when they were going to two million or whatever it was. And we didn't win the truck or the trip. We got a Gene Roof uniform. We got number 34, Gene Roof. Lead off hitter for jersey, the Jersey. Red Birds. on it. And, uh, my dad turned in all kinds of ballots. You know, he was trying to figure it out, like That's how many awesome. and how many. And didn't win the truck, but uh, got a got a full Gene Roof uniform.
0: Did Gene Roof um, make it to the big big league?
1: I think he got a cup. I think he, you know, he got a cup of coffee, uh, a small one. But uh, yeah, those were great days out there. We were we were teenagers oh. in our late. Teens and early 20s, hanging out there and maybe breaking a few laws, uh, sitting out there breaking watching the games on those warm days. But that was so much fun over at Old Cardinal Stadium.
0: Uh, you know, Willie McGee.
1: Oh, they great names. You can go through a million guys. Gene Vince Roof and Jim Meducci
0: are going to be there Saturday. Remember Jim Meducci, the first baseman? I know your brother, uh, Billy, just said Gene Roof, LOL, on the text. He, he spent many a day at Old Cardinal Stadium watching the Redbirds as well. Um, some Tito Landrum. Oh, there was Scott Rowland came through, did he not?
1: Yeah, there were there was you could go you, you could go on and on if you had people firing Redbirds names at you you just you just be smiling. You had the old Louisville Colonels, my dad would always talk about the Louisville Colonels and name every guy that played for the Red Sox. You know, hey, you played for the Colonels. Yep. and that's kind Cecil of Cecil Cooper, kind of what the you know later in life guys did with the Redbirds. Hey, he played for the Redbirds.
0: Um, the Redbirds were the St. Louis Cardinals farm team, mm-hmm. and I don't want to badmouth the Reds. As an organization here, but the St. Louis organization is just one of the best in baseball. So, A. Ray Smith was the owner, and you had really good players. And these players were prepping to be major leaguers. It's not like kind of kind of not like it is today. Today, the the bats are there. I think the Double A guys are the guys prepping to be major leaguers. The Triple A guys are guys that are kind of on their way down, or they're there for a rehab assignment. We saw Joey Votto in town just a couple of weeks ago. So uh, it's a little different, but, man, you're right about the crowd. The, it, there would be packed houses at Old Cardinal Stadium. You're not going to see that anymore uh, in Louisville.
1: Yeah, and the, and the venue was not a good venue. It was I not. Mean, aluminum
0: but, in, out there in the outfield, but,
1: right? Yep, aluminum right field, the big gutter for the football games. And What color just, seat
0: did you sit in most of the time? Normally red, I believe. Cause Those cause were the best was, red seats, right? You know, and I, it went red, yellow, green. Or maybe red was a uh, uh, blue, yellow, green red. Yeah, I think
1: blue was down there. And, and, red and, were cheap. And I know you did the same thing I did. My dad would get tickets from work, and we'd sit right behind the dugout and, you know, sit there and uh, eat nachos. Kinda, and
0: Kind of uh, trash talk the other team a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
1: I didn't. You might have. Yeah, I think you, you and you, Buck from Shively.
0: I, I don't think you're remembering. Uh, uh, it, you it, know, it's it's a long from, time ago. I got a lot of grief from Shively. It's Buck from Iroquois. I, I told like, you that. For Iroquois yeah, Park. Yeah. He doesn't like, uh, I don't know what he's got against Shavley, but uh, he's Buck from Iroquois Park now. All right, uh, Deshaun Watson is the focus of a new New York Times article that is out today. Jenny Vrentis was the author. It is a long article. It is a tough read. But when uh, Deshaun Watson got in trouble, he said he had 40 masseuses, 40 different women massage therapists that he had hired over a five-year period. Well, the article says it's not 40, it's 66, 66 different women. that's a good number. And it's not five years, it's over a 17-month period. So, basically, what this appears to be is that Deshaun Watson was basically hiring prostitutes. I don't know if there's any other way to say it. Deshaun Watson was hiring prostitutes, he was getting what he wanted, and he mistreated some of them, if not all of them, and at least some have decided to file some civil suits. Um... Does he play a down for the Cleveland Browns this season? That's my question.
1: I don't think so, John. This, I think This it's,
0: revelation today is going to kill him.
1: And, and what were the Browns thinking giving him guaranteed money?
0: Guaranteed money. Jimmy Haslam is not one of the favorite owners. If you uh, polled all the owners and said, who's your least favorite owner, I think this guy probably gets it before Daniel Snyder of the Washington Commanders. But they signed him. They're going to have to pay him whether he plays or not. And I just get the feeling that uh, the Browns are going to be happy that they kept Baker Mayfield around because he's going to start sixteen. I'm sorry, seventeen games this season. I don't think there's any way the NFL, who says their investigation is coming to a close now, well, okay, your investigation is coming to a close. Now you read this article, do you reopen it and say, uh, I guess we better do a little work? But I don't think there's any way they don't suspend them for a full season at least.
1: Yeah, and, and it's different if there's a couple allegations, you know, yeah. you can kind of see that. But they just keep coming. And the stuff – I'm reading ESPN app, and they're putting stuff on here I can't say on the radio. Yeah, And, I mean, <laughs> that tells you something right there. And that's from ESPN. That's not from some type of agency off to the side that, you know, is a little maybe – you know, a little dark over there. But it, it's cra- it's crazy that somebody, at just, it just keeps coming. And, I mean, if you're a Browns fan, John, seriously, what are you thinking right now about
0: the Browns? Uh, It's tough because you got some talent. You know, you got talent on the defensive side of the ball. You got a couple of good running backs. You got a couple of receivers. And Joku, one of the best tight ends. Baker Mayfield is – you know, he's okay, but it's it's gotta be it's it's like playing on the live tour. It's a conscience thing. Can I really go out there and pull for this guy after what he has allegedly and I wanna say allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, done exactly. to all these women? Can I can I be a still be a Browns fan and pull for this quarterback? And that's a tough answer that people are gonna to have to make individually. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, Golden State, Boston tonight. I'll give you my pick. Tony will give you his pick. We'll look at the college world or uh, college super regional baseball that is coming up, and also um, in a preview of Movie Thursday. We'll get Tony's top three football movies. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Heard it on the X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Final segment. Eminem Cartage hotline still open, 384 1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 502 384 1450. Or hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502 414 1450. Don't forget tomorrow, Thursday, movie day. Best football movies of all time. You can send your top three to the text line if you'd like. 502-414-1450. I'll check it all day long. So if you're uh, sitting at your desk right now, you don't have time to, to uh, text the show and text it out, you can do it later in the day. I will add it to the list. Top football movies will go uh, top ten that I get uh, tomorrow. I want you to send me your top three, and I'm going to go ahead and get Tony's. While we're sitting here, since he hadn't sent them to me.
1: I got 1A and 1B. It's been hard for me on the first two, John.
0: I'm not going to make you – there can be a tie for first. The problem I have is these people sending me ties for third or honorable mention. Can't can't do thirds. I appreciate it. I do. I appreciate your thorough research that you're doing out there, listener. Just give me three movies. That's all I'm asking. So 1 and 1A.
1: 1 and 1A. Brian Song, who I think is one of the greatest movies of all time. And I love really Billy
0: Rem- D. Williams as uh Gail Sayers, Sayers and Jimmy Conn. As Pick. As Brian Piccolo. Wow. Uh, great movie. It, Jack it, Warden.
1: And, and that's before great Jack Warden is in that. I mean, young people would watch it and go, Oh, it's the nineteen seventy four, if graphics. I'm not mistaken. Oh, rated
0: yeah. G. Yep. It's one of the few G rated movies that I've ever watched over and over. That and, and the apple dumpling
1: guy. And if you don't know the story, look it up and watch it because it's, it's just a great story. The other one I like, John, and I, I love the movie is Remember the Titans. Yeah, I think it's a great movie by Denzel Washington. Uh, that's 1A and 1B
0: for me. Uh, the first week that I did baseball movies, Bull Durham beat Major League by one vote. The second week did basketball movies, Hoosiers, Runaway. Runaway winner. I got a feeling this one's, and from all the responses I've gotten so far, yeah, I haven't tallyed them I've up, seen some it of. is going to be four or five just fighting for the top of the list. So so those two great movies, Brian's song, I can't. Uh, one of those I will say is in my top three. I'm not going to tell you which one, but one of them's in my top three. What else you got?
1: I, well, I told you my third pick was between three, yeah. and I, I narrowed it down. You, you want me to give you the three or just go yeah, with Yeah, give
0: one? me the three. I'll tell you which one I like.
1: We are Marshall. Of, heck, Matthew I, McConaughey, great I, great performance. Jerry Maguire. And, uh, Tommy. And, and Tommy Cruz. And the first longest yard. And I'm going with We Are Marshall.
0: I, okay, I'm, I'm going off the board if I We Are Marshall. I thought you were going to go, that's a go uh,
1: Longest Yard. But I, I, I was going to, but I changed it. I, we Are Marshall.
0: We Are Marshall is fantastic. Um is great. Yeah. Uh, the guy that plays red, the, uh, uh, the coach that survived, that didn't get on the plane, he comes back, and he's fixing his house up, and he ends up helping – McConaughey, coach, fantastic. Um, the guy that played the chancellor of the school, the president of the school, is David Straight and He has he's fantastic. The football, it, it's a, it's look. You gave three heart tuggers there. Yeah, they really are. Remember, the Titans is more of a uh, thrilling. What do, or do we win or lose at the end? Kind of a kind of a thing. Uh, you're trying to put uh, African American players with uh, with white players at a time that it wasn't acceptable. At a high school, you got a black coach, uh, ta- kind of tangling with his assistant, who's a white coach. Who's they? They end up coming together, uh, trying to beat the white coach, white racist coach on the other side. But um, and, you know, there's tragedy involved here. There's um, you know, football. It's a great football movie. But yeah. when you take when you go, Brian Song and We Are Marshall, bring the Kleenex. Yeah, bring him. Bring That's em. all I can tell you. All right, tomorrow, Thursday, movie day. Greatest football movies of all time will reveal the top 10. And as I said, it's going to be the closest, I mean, from number one to number six or seven, it's going to be tight. Um, I will give you a preview next week. We're going to do golf movies in honor of the U.S. Open. We're going to do golf movies. So uh, keep that in the back of your mind for next week. All right, Golden State, Boston tonight. Uh, series tied a game peace. Celtics were able to come back from a 12-point Fourth quarter deficit to win game one. They were not able to come back from a deficit to win game two. Here we are at a game apiece. Boston's a three and a half point favorite tonight over under two twelve and a half. and I will go ahead and tell you I'm going with the Celtics tonight. I haven't been on the Celtics all playoffs long. Uh, it's sort of been a, a jinx thing where I'm trying to jinx the other team because I'm such a Celtics fan. But I think Boston's going to come out with a purpose tonight. Um, they're Jason Tatum has been great Jason Tatum, and he's been bad Jason Tatum. I think you get great Jason Tatum tonight. Uh, The Celtics, by the way, here's a couple stats for you, Tony. They've lost four of their last seven home games in the playoffs. Wow. That's not good. Did not know that. And the The Warriors. In the garden? In the TD garden. Yikes. Having some beers and some brats. And the Warriors have won at least one road game. In the last 26 playoff series they've been in. Think about that. That dates to 2013. 26 series in a row they've won at least one road game. It's impressive. That is unbelievably impressive. And the big story, of course, Draymond Green versus the officials. Tonight, who you got?
1: Well, you Draymond know, or the you know, Draymond's one of my favorite players. Yes, I, I, do. I text you every once in a yes, while. Yes, I, I do. Some, I, I don't know of. what
0: that emoji you send me means—that little brown thing with the <laughs> face on it. I don't know what that is. But uh, you, okay. you,
1: you know, John, my issue—it still goes back. And I, I watched C.J. McCollum and J.J. Redick talk to Stephen A. and they were, you know, just talking about everything in general. And Draymond's a great player. Draymond makes that team. They will not win without him. Right, absolutely. But there has to be something done about how he berates officials. He and, doesn't and, talk to him. He does not talk to him. He yells at him, and then the discussion becomes: Well, should they get it team up a second time? Well, Steve Jabby got on there the other night, and he talked I think he about. He made a big mistake. I think he did too, because you can't referee a game. By players, I know the NBA does not want players out of the game, but Especially you, stars. You, you have to treat everyone the same, and they do not tra- treat treat Draymond Green the same as other players. Plain and simple.
0: Uh, does he get kicked out of a game? I'm not even going to say these two home games. It, it, one game or the rest of the series? Does he get tossed?
1: I don't think so. I know I don't you think he th-
0: can control himself, Tony.
1: No, but he hurts his team, and that to me, when you do that, John, and I'm a basketball coach, you know that it's individualism. And if it happens, he hurts his team. He has to be smarter. Than he
0: should him. have been gone last game. Should have. Quite I mean, and I, I didn't understand. Jalen Brown should have got a technical as well. He should have. But that would have been Draymond Green's second technical, which is an automatic ejection. And I think the referees look. They got together and said, eh, "We we can't throw him out of the game here. That's not good." Exactly. Game. And that's you can't do that. Can't do that. Uh, you got Boston or Golden State tonight? Three and a half is the number. Boston's I like Boston favorite.
1: tonight, and I, the matchup predictor on ESPN yep. has Boston 80%.
0: Well, that's a big number.
1: That's a huge – I could not believe when I looked at that.
0: Uh, Robert Williams the third is once again a game-time decision. Look, it's you got five games left. If he can step the out on the court – The decision is you play. He's going to play. <laughs> and he makes a difference, he's too. He's a huge difference on the inside. The, the Warriors can't match up with him inside. Is that and fair to and say? it's
1: not for scoring. It's defensively and rebounding and doing all the things he does, which ended up didn't look like a good draft choice by the Celtics back in the day, but they knew what they were doing.
0: All right, Louisville beats uh, Michigan the other day in, in baseball, one of the best games I've ever been to, 11-9. To um, they got to go to College Station Friday, Saturday, and hopefully Sunday this week, Tony, what are the cards' chances against a Texas A&M team? That is 40 and 40-18 on the season. Louisville's 42-19-1 in College Station. Late game on Friday night and then a mid-afternoon game on Saturday.
1: I love the Cardinals' chances because I think things I have just too. gone their way. But you made a point yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, that A&M, that place will be rocking. It'd be crazy. They'll have that place full, and it will be a scene Friday night. But the Cardinals, maybe a team of destiny, things have fallen. they they lose to Michigan, and then they come back, and they look like they're going to lose, and pitching then they win the game. Me. Pitching scares yeah, they've me. they've been and, struggling.
0: But everybody's in the same boat pitching-wise. Once you get past your first couple of guys, then it's Johnny bullpen. You never know who's going to pitch well, who's not going to pitch well.
1: Yeah, they don't have an ace. I know uh, yeah, Paulin and, comes in and, and I will
0: say the, the feeling at the stadium after that game was, well, this was fun. I'm glad we could win our last game before we go down and get beat. 2 old to Texas A&M. That was the general feeling I got from a lot of the fans and a lot of the media people that I was hanging around, and I was thinking, you just got to win two out of three here yeah. to get to Omaha. That's all it is, man. It's it's baseball. It's baseball.
1: And the Cards are hitting the ball. It's not like they're not hitting the ball.
0: They uh, The winner of the Louisville-Texas A&M series, by the way, would play in the Omaha first round against the winner of Oklahoma and Virginia Tech. Here's another one. Virginia Tech was picked to finish – Fifth in their division of the ACC, they finished forty-four and twelve, and they were a four seed in this tournament. That's incredible. It is, but the big one, John. What's the big one? Tennessee and Notre Dame. Uh, how does uh, Mo from Middletown, Middletown Rob? Yeah, Mo from Middletown. How's he feel about this? Well, is you he know, going first? That's
1: of all? my brother, and he played at Notre Dame. I doubt very seriously he's going down to Knoxville to see all that orange.
0: Irish at thirty-eight and fourteen. Tennessee, Tony. They're it's good. fifty-six and 7 man. They, they got are.
1: arm after arm after yeah. arm throwing. Yeah, when in, I in talk about having
0: a one and a two, they got a one, two, three, four, and oh, a it's reliever a, it's that comes in and throws 104.
1: 104. But, you know what? You, you That's hit the why na- you play the game. You hit the nail on the head in the Louisville series, you got to win two games.
0: Got to win two games.
1: Find a way to win two games.
0: Louisville lost to Michigan. They lost to Michigan. You got to remember that. Then they beat them 20-1 to one the next day. It's baseball. Yep. You're only as good as your starting pitcher the next day. What would they say in Bull Durham? Uh, only, I don't know where you're going. It's with only that.
1: baseball. You know what? Are, what are you
0: going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Bull Durham, by the way. Classic. Classic. <laughs> favorite. Favorite uh, role in Bull Durham is it Crash Davis, Nuke Lelouch, or Annie Savoy? What's your favorite role there? Oh, Crash! I love Crash. See, I like Nuke. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a close, such an sec- idiot. close second to me. There are so many, you know so many athletes, great athletes that are dumber than rocks, and I do too, and it's, uh, you know, it, it, well, it, I, it, it rung true to life to me.
1: Crash Davis, when he talks to the batter, when he tells him to hit the bull, those things just to me are, are classics. Fastball.
0: What? Tells you, you know, you told him a fastball's going, yep. And he hit that one. <laughs> you know, sir, uh, that ought to have a movie on it. Oh, gosh, what a great movie. Um, all right, uh, you going to give me a College World Series winner? Is it Tennessee, or you got somebody else for me?
1: You know, it, it's hard. I told, the, you...
0: I told the listeners, Tony Burke's here. He's going to give us a College World Series winner. I know. By the way, this is not just random. You watch a lot of college baseball.
1: I watch a lot of college baseball. And John, a team to watch out for is my sleeper team is Auburn,
0: uh, Kentucky. Of course, knocked them out of they the hit. SEC tournament in the in the first round, which was a single elimination round. And everybody went. Oh man, Auburn! it's good. Auburn's good. SEC, I think, got six teams in: Arkansas, maybe Tennessee, five. Auburn, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Texas A&M. You forget Texas A M and m is an SEC school. Yeah. We still forget that sometimes. So they got five. John, uh, a great
1: yep. series. Ole Miss has to go to Southern to Miss. To Hattiesburg. To Hattiesburg. If you've ever been to Hattiesburg, it will be crazy. Now, in
0: Southern Miss had to win in LSU in game seven on Monday. Was that at LSU? Yeah, no, it was at Hattiesburg. It was at well. Hattiesburg. I watched and they, it. and they were down early and they came back and won that game. And it was. I was watching it at, our, at one of our watering holes checks, as a matter of fact. It was a great finish. And, uh, you know. Southern Miss, they're having fun, man.
1: And the outfield there, they hold over 5,000. They have the back of trucks like they did down at, uh, I think, Mississippi State back in the
0: day, and they rock. Well, thanks to Tony for coming in. Gary Clark on the other side of the glass. Justin Kalen today. Tomorrow, movie Thursday. We'll do football movies. Tonight, don't forget, bats baseball. 635 pregame, 705 first pitch. Nick and uh, Jim will bring you game two against the Charlotte Knights. Thanks for listening. As always, I'll talk to you tomorrow. You've been listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.